Nice to have your company. Welcome to the John Mabry Show. Each and every week we talk to New Zealand business leaders who use video, particularly DIY social media video, in their business to inform, educate and entertain their online communities. G'day there, I'm John Mabry. I'm the DIY video guy. I'm passionate about helping business leaders be more visible in media. I run coaching programs to help businesses grow using DIY video. But I also run a video and integrated marketing agency that helps those advanced business leaders who use video with media solutions that, that drive exponential engagement and sales. If you're getting started, download my free video cheat sheet at johnmaybury.com and schedule a video content strategy call so we can get to work on your video marketing strategy. I just want to help. Finally, we get to interview Mr. Ryan, the Lion Ashton. Ryan has been around in New Zealand for a, a number of years and has been bringing his AFQI, or a few quiet yarns, to Aucklanders and Wellingtonians and Christchurch people for a number of years. And he's a cracking guy with a cracking story about building community and most New Zealanders just love him. I started by asking him, where does the lion come from? Well, that's a, it's a good question. I get asked often. So first of all, as a youngster, I, I have a really loud voice. If I, if I speak normally, it just gets louder and louder and louder. So to, to be, I guess, normal, I actually make myself quiet like I am now. So. Uh, I tried to get rid of it and had other nicknames through high school and rugby and, and all the rest of it. And uh, the funny funny thing is that it came back, we were at the um, in Russell for the Auckland to Russell yacht race and uh, my the company my wife works for was a sponsor. And we were there the, and um, it was the morning after the party and we were all a bit um, dusty as you might expect. And we were getting cash out because all the all the FPOS was down. So go to a cafe, a cash out. Anyway, this guy who was in a, and, and the point is if you don't know the yacht race, uh, everyone drinks all night um, and all, all morning, so pretty much all the sailors are drunk. Uh, anyway, this guy come up and you could see he was stumbling a bit and whatnot and didn't realise because we were hungover, uh, but um, he was wearing a Hawaiian shirt and um, bright board shorts, should have given away, but he said, <gasps> there's a lion on the loose. There's a lion on the loose. So. Some asshole's got a lion in a zoo in his property and it's out on the loose, so be careful. And we all bought it like suckers. And we're looking around, looking around, looking around. When we turned back, the guy had whipped off his Hawaiian shirt and his pants and was starkers and crawling around on the ground. And if you've ever been to Puppetry the Penis, there's, a, there's all these different things that they do with their genitals. And the lion is one where they flick their balls out the back. And he, so he had his, flicked his balls out the back and was walking around on, his, on all four going, rah. Rah, I'm a lion, rah, I'm a lion. So my wife's boss, who's a bit of a character, he's John the Pirate, I'm Ryan the Lion, um, instantly just went, ah, Ryan the Lion! And for years was trying to convince me I should do the lion across the bar every Friday drinks. So there was my wife's work crew, my work crew, and the next thing it just spread. Uh, and um, of course, 
then we got into this era of personal branding and um, as I mentioned before, I've been on LinkedIn 12 years and built up a bit of a following and most people knew me as Ryan the Lion so I thought I'll try it and I literally was sort of cringing as I did it because a lot of people say why do you have a five-year-old nickname? It's like well uh, no one ever forgets, um, no one ever has to write down my email but it's one of the longest you'll ever find, you, you name it. Uh, so it becomes sort of stuck and yeah now I go to a business event, tech event and someone will recognise me. In fact, I went into, when I, when I was doing Vanessa Sorensen's email, um, uh, people in the foyer at Microsoft who I'd never met before all recognised me, oh, you're right on the line. So in terms of personal branding and what I do for AFQY and, and the fact that I work in sales and marketing, uh, it, it works a treat. And then of course I extended it with the hashtag Rawsome. So if there's any content I like, I put that on. So if I want to look back for anything that I've tagged, I just look up hashtag Rawsome. And my newsletters or emails that go out always have a variation of the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe, um, which is, you know, could be the lion, the blockchain, and the video production coach, uh, which are the two main pieces of content. Um, and the first email I sent out, uh, I was running late. It actually it all happens because of accident, really, so I can't claim to be any genius. But I was running so late, I sent the email out at 10 o'clock at night. And that's why I thought, oh, the line of the witch in the wardrobe. And the opening line was, it's now the witching hour, the kids are in bed, the dishes are done, you're doing your homework for tomorrow to make sure tomorrow's a good day, so you're probably feeling it. This might bring a bit of a, a chuckle to the cheeks, blah, blah, blah. And press send, and um, I, I don't know, went and got some, some um, cookies, because the lion eats half a bag of cookies a night, uh, and came back to my um, uh, computer and opened it up, and my, I had like over 100 emails. And I was just freaking out going, oh my god, people are telling me off, are going to be telling me off for sending an email at 10 o'clock at night making their phones thing. All these but it wasn't, it was the opposite. There was all these people going, that was the funniest thing I've seen for a long time, thanks very much. Yep, the kids are in bed, you know. So I got this really positive reaction and uh, it, it just went on from there. So a couple of years in now. You've, that, 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 that was the short answer for Ryan the Lion. Um, <laughs> you've touched on some really interesting points. So personal branding, mm. AFQI. Uh, so there is much to talk about. Um, where did your passion for community come in? You know, because I'm clear that's what leads to what you do around AFQI. Uh, what's your, what's, what's, what was the inspiration? Yeah, so um, there's, a, there's a few things. I'll try and keep this short. You can give me a, a clip around the ears if you need to. John the Tiger. John the Tiger. Arr! Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know, I guess, I guess in all my... Um, world travels I have seen some interesting things um, you know when I was running clubs in the UK uh, you, know, you certainly saw a different side of the world and life and um, won't go into detail but it made me sort of think was well, the sort of stuff you see in movies right and um, sort of made me think and then when I got back to New Zealand and I was in the corporate space and uh, all I all I heard were stories of uh, people being shat on from afar um, and then I went through a few, couple of tough employment scenarios. So between employment scenarios and how people treated me there, um, you know, seeing some movie stuff while I was running clubs in the UK, and then hearing stories of you know people losing their jobs because they'd signed a contract that that uh, you know was stupid. So I thought, why do we do this to each other? Um, and of course, if you've seen the, the Pink Shirt Day, have a little bit of a background of being uh, bullied. So. There's probably an influence of that, to be sure. And uh, the idea was that bringing AFQI together as a community um, and having the no selling rule was to help drive better behavior out of humans 
by, I guess, leading by example or setting an example. So you don't have to come to AFQY, but if you do, you can't break the rules of no selling. If you do, you get red carded, so you get banned for three events. And, and that um, was and that was the that was the conduit, or that was the the catalyst, probably. It was the catalyst from growing from a small number to a big number. The oh, red yeah. card was the you know the rules, the structure, the process. Yeah. Well, the the um, just just to finish on that, the the idea is that after three events, you can come back. So it's a test of your character. If you've got some kahunas, um, <laughs> or whatever you want to you know label it, but if you've got good character, then you come back and you go, yep, stuffed up, but now I'll behave. And um, the one person who did is now uh, one of the biggest advocates and uh, a life member. Um, the other one has taken just on 16 months, but he, he came back to the last event. He snuck in the back door at, towards the end and said, I thought I'd come back and you know, get, get things sorted. So I said, more than welcome, come on in. Now, come at, why this works, um, or what happened is, uh, the first event uh, it jumped from 60 to 200 people. And, um, and that was for the red. That was for the. That was some red card. Yeah. Yep. And what, what? What? What was the catalyst to introduce a red card? Uh, so it was. It was there, and um, what, what I thought was, how but do I? Never how do I penalize? No. How do I penalize someone, but not make it impossible for them to come back? You know, like yeah, I think I was actually doing my uh, level two rugby coaching course at the time, and one of the big lessons was, uh, when you tell a um, player off. You've got to give them the ability to, to come out of that with their head high um, so that they want to carry on and continue to progress um, rather than going and giving up on the, on the game or the sport. So it's like, well, how do I let people come back from this? So I can't be banned forever. And in fact, it's sort of all, you know, in this agile world, it all just sort of came together as we're doing it, um, or as I was doing it. And yeah. You, you get red carded for doing the wrong behaviour, and um, you know jumping from 60 to 200 really confirmed that people uh, thought it was a good idea. And um, then more recently, about the 18 months ago, I red carded another person and put a put a post up. Um, first time I didn't because that was eight years ago, and and the uh, sort of use of LinkedIn was a bit more immature. Uh, whereas today, yeah, so I had a I got a picture of a red card from a um, sports game and put you've been red carded and told the story without um, outing them, so I won't out them um, or anything like that, because uh, again, that's shaming, over-shaming. Uh, but it went, I guess you could say viral, it had something like 80,000 views, oh. um, 60, 70 comments, and 200, 250 likes. And I actually got a phone call, um, I won't say who the person was, but I got this phone call out of the blue, I just picked up the phone and um, said hello, and the person went, did you really red card a person for selling at your event? And it was like, like my dad when I was a kid telling me off, and I kind of went, yes. <laughs> like, where's this going? He goes, so, so, what, what does that mean? Did you like march them out, throw them out of your event? I was like, well, no, they'd actually left by the time, and then they'd left by the time that the person or the two people had um, uh, informed me because they didn't want to do it. They don't, no one wants to be a narc, right? but they did want to keep the integrity of the event because they appreciate it, so they told me after they'd left. Um, but uh, what it transpired to be, well who it transpired to be, was a CIO of one of the uh, largest banks in the country, and when he announced who it was, I said, I was like, I literally said, holy shit! And uh, he's like, what? And I said, well it's you! I didn't really expect to get a phone call from you. And um, the, the discussion, I guess that was a bit of an icebreaker, the discussion quickly um, um, went along the lines of, uh, so I can really come to AFQY 
and not be sold to. And I said, well, yeah, um, as long as someone doesn't break the rules, and if they do, we can read card them. He said, so I can come along, I can talk rugby, and I can talk shit, and not get sold to. And I said, yes, again, you, you can. He goes, oh, that's great, because um, you know, for, you know, for a number of years now, I go to events and you can't build a genuine relationship with anyone, because at some point in time, you think things are going really well, and you're talking about the kids or whatever, and the next thing, the sales pitch comes out. He said, so if I can just come along there and relax and enjoy and build some genuine relationships with people in the industry, then I'm there. And uh, when is the next one? I said, like, oh, two days away. I was like, oh, I'm running my own event. I can't come, I'm speaking. I'm the speaker at my own event, an internal one. So anyway, I'm at AFQY, and you know what it's like when people are coming through the door, coming through the door, and I, I turned and was facing the bar and with my door to the back, and the next thing I get this big mitt on my shoulder. Oompa! And, um, and he's like, I'm here. And I was like, I thought you were doing your speech. She said, that's what a two ICs for. I had my speech <laughs> over and I had to come and check it out. So I said, look, I, I won't babysit you and I won't make it like the most amazing experience. I'll just let you experience whatever happens. So I'll catch you at the end before you go. He's like, great. Uh, so he came and approached me and said, look, this is amazing. We, we really need a lot more of this. Um, you know, the, the breaking down of barriers uh, through the introductions, the relaxed nature, the fact you can't sell, you can't flick out cards. Said it really, really sets a good scene, um, and you know, this is from and one of the most. And you've seen your community grow because of that. Your personal yeah. community grow because people get to know Ryan rather than what Ryan does for a living. I mean, yeah. obviously, they know what Ryan does for a living now because it's so visible. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Not so. Did visible. you get that? Did yeah, you get yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I deliberately wore it because. Well, of course, it's an opportunity. It's personal branding, yeah. which rolls into the next question. What? What? Um, when did you get to see how important personal branding was to you and your business? Uh, I think I always knew it was, uh, having worked both in sales and marketing, because in, in sales uh, you get the stereotypical um, sales label before people get to know you. So you have to break down that and prove that you are something. Uh, so you, before, yeah. So before personal branding was a thing, I think Wikipedia says 2013 or 2015. Um, I think it's always been a thing for um, salespeople um, who are and not, not the stereotype and, and personalities about, about personal brand. Yeah. So now, now that social media um, has come about, it, it, it's evolved. Um, but from my personal journey, I think it started with sales, and with my work between sales and marketing, yeah, I cottoned onto it and. Um, you know, more, it was more getting the feedback from people that really surprised me. Uh, you know, to begin with, I get, I get feedback about my LinkedIn activity, and I get people requesting information and all sorts of stuff. But now, um, as we're talking about it, it's, it's still, I don't know, it's still kind of embarrassing or awkward or humbling. Um, uh, you walk into a room and someone goes, oh, you're Ryan the Lion. I see you on LinkedIn. Or I've been to your event. And you're like, oh, hey, thanks very much. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, there was a, that's the, I guess, the effect of um, personal branding working. There's, um, uh, and interested to get your opinion on this, and there was a post just recently, I think it was this morning on, on, on LinkedIn, we were talking about um, if, a, if an enterprise person starts uh, sharing their opinions, voice, insights, whatever it is, on their LinkedIn personal page, and how, did that, how does that relate back to their business? So it's kind of like... Um, how would you recommend someone to start building their personal brand through video or text or images on their LinkedIn profile um, that may not necessarily marry with the, the, the brand values of the business that they work with? Well, 
my, my first comment, and this is a, a totally different story, is that if the person's values don't fit with the brand values that they work for, they're probably in the wrong place. Um, but uh, you know, if you're an employee of a business, and when I do my, my um, training, I do a, a section on this, but if you're an employee of a business, you have a contract, and if you break the terms of those contracts in, in, in any space, you're up for dismissal or, or um, sure. review. So I don't encourage people to do what I do. I run my own business, um, so I can I'm responsible for myself. Uh, and I and on the other side of it, you know, you should do what you want to do. Be yourself. Uh, your, the magic, authentic, and genuine words. Um, so, you know, in terms of where you should start, I think we feel comfortable because again, it's you. If, if text is the, the easiest, then posts. Um, if you want to go video, you don't. It's not like you have to do. 2,000 posts and texts before you can do video. There's no rules, and all that I'm sharing is my opinion and, and my lear- my experience and learnings. You you know, someone can come along and change the game tomorrow. And in fact, we we saw that a, a couple of years ago with all the, the uh, posts that come with a um, you know line of text and a gap, a line of text and a gap, a line of text and a gap. And I remember a bunch of the old timers. Um, I can remember two posts in particular where they were ripping them off, and it's like well. I, I kind of was a bit, I was feeling, I was like, who are, these, who are these new kids come along and shitting in my nest? Well, you know, hang on, what's going on here? But then in reality, I thought about, uh, in my training, I do four guiding principles. And the relevant one is social media evolves daily, so should your use. So I thought, bugger it, I've got to evolve. And if I'm doing that, then what am I going to do that's going to be the next leapfrog um, past it? Um, and actually, that was one of the things why I got into video, because video released on LinkedIn. I'm pretty sure I recorded the first LinkedIn video in New Zealand because it literally, it, it's got to be verified, but it literally came up as the video icon as I was getting on a plane. And I pulled my phone out and started recording and I got told that I could get fined and all this sort of stuff to so put my phone away. So I got back, got um, up and into the plane and as soon as I got the plane I recorded it and, and said I think this is the first LinkedIn video because I had been on it in the gangway. And literally it's like, it wasn't there, now it's there, I'm recording, boom. And all it was was a really shit recording of, uh, I like the um, cabin. Um, and I was like, yeah, posted it. So when I got off the plane, uh, an hour and a half later, there were all these comments and things, and it was like, you know, something new. Um, so yeah, so I thought, leapfrog, go video. Speaking of leapfrogging and evolution, uh, where do you see your personal brand and your your business model moving for 2019 and beyond? Ooh, that's a good question. So again, without you know, yeah, no, no, no. We, we have no contract. There's no, you know, there's no. Oh, what do you call an NDA? Um, yeah. We're not going to say. We're not going to say anything. But you're, no, no, you're no, going from strength to I was, strength. I was laughing because um, I've been talking with my uh, wife at home, who's uh, uh, going to be a big part of AFQI next year, and I've, you know, you know the. Um, Chinese zodiac, you know, in the year of the dragon, and the year of the goat, and the year of the dog, and all the rest of it. Um, by the way, I, I am a, I am a fire dragon. So there's the twelve zodiacs, and then there's five elements. And the fire dragon is apparently someone who never shuts up. So there you go. It's true. Okay. Um, so I've been joking that 20, 2019 is going to be the year of organisation for Ryan the lion and AQY because all, all of my clients will piss themselves laughing and go. So right, um, yeah, for example, I was editing the Wellington AFQY video from two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, hmm. on the trip in, and I've still got Christchurch and Auckland. Um, but you know, 
all my client videos are out on time. Just wait. Anyway, so the year 2019 will be the year of organization and the... Uh, and you've got some other, so I'm going to jump in, you've also got some other talks that you've been, you know, obviously you've got your AFQIs. I was going to say, I've actually, actually publicised um, AFQI experience talks, which is coming, and um, yeah, that's one that I've asked you to be a speaker at, and that's what I'm going to interview you about in a, in a second. Uh, so originally, AFQI experience talks was a way to scale um, mentoring of CIOs to young IT people. Because well, five to ten years ago, I used to get asked all the time, Ryan, you know the CIO, can you introduce me? I need a mentor. And you do it and say, you know, over you guys, you work it out. And of course, what happened a lot, I thought, how do we scale this? How do we make this better for NZ Inc? How do we get more people learning from the, you know, the experienced Richie McCaws of our industry? And uh, that was what it was about. But now what I've seen and understood is that AFQY is all about the people. So experience talks won't just be uh, a series of CIOs and CDOs sharing with who wants to come and learn, uh, but I'm going to take a real people focus. So it's not going to be in a tech industry, but I'm going to run a, a very people focused experience talks. Um, yeah, uh, so um, <laughs> I've had a couple of my concepts used before, so by all means, uh, if someone wants to That's go ahead, but um, the aim is that this is going to be quite different because it's, the, it's not so much about come and sit and listen to someone teach you about tech or social media or any subject, it's going to be about the human experience. Which is moving it more from a, you know, you've predominantly been, and while, you know, if we look at the, the social channels and we see Facebook's a bit more consumer focused and, um, and, 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 and LinkedIn business, it, it, at the end of the day, it's business to people, isn't it? You know, whether you're talking about, you know, we, we start in that business base and then you go, so well, we're all people, and we all learn. So it's kind of you move into a consumer space and just remember us. Remember the little people when you get to like 100,000 followers, more than Jeff Wine or whatever his name is? Oh, I don't think that'll ever really happen. Um, no, I'm, I'm just a little kid from Dunedin, mate, so I'm quite, ha quite happy. Here you, can't take the, you can't take the personality out of the Otago boy, right? <laughs> or the, whatever, whatever that, that yeah. saying is going. Yeah. Um, and yeah. speaking of family, what influence does your family have on your future self? You know, like growing up on Otago, I know, it's like, you know, it's, well, a, it's a new breed of people, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's going to be interesting. I'm going to see my brother for the first time in 10 years this Christmas. So we're uh, coinciding back in Dunedin, um, and that'll be interesting. I'll probably do a yarn with him. He's, uh, you know, AFQY, comes from the tech industry, and he is a uh, reasonably accomplished tech person. Um, Mum's a CIO, he did his degree in comp sci. Uh, and I was the artist, so you can see where the, you can see where the inspiration comes from. Yeah. What um, last question from those early days in Dunedin, Otago, uh, Otago boys, wasn't it? Um, what was the first thing about tech that you went, man, this is for me? Or was it something your mother said, or was it your mother did? Where, where did, where did uh, that? Where did that piece probably come from? probably Load Runner. So we, me and my mate across the road, John Makira, used to play. When the weather was good, we'd be at his property playing in, in the trees and we had fortresses set up and we could cover like, I don't know, it must have been a good 40, 50 square metre space without touching the ground by going from one tree to another tree to another tree. When the weather was bad, we'd be inside on the Commodore 64, and this is like when we are nine, so this is going back 33 years, maybe even younger. Yeah, yeah, actually uh, five-ish, five to, what? so anyway, Commodore 64 and Load Runner. 
and we also built 169 stages. We discovered this after we clocked it a couple of times that you can build your own stages. So we built our own stages. Um, and yeah, no, the, with mum being in tech, we just had a progression of, um, so we had what was called an Intellivision, which was a predecessor to Atari um, game thing. Mm -hmm. So we used to play baseball, we used to have like the whole softball club round for parties, having baseball competitions on the thing. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. It's, oh. Playing the Commodore 64? No, then. no, no. So we, we then upgraded to a um, 386 upgradable, which in those days, mum and dad had to remortgage the house to buy, just to give you an idea, which is uh, $7,000. But They back did then, that to please you, wow. No, because mum worked in IT. So we, we were loading up the Encarta CDs, which were the encyclopedias, and literally in our home, the, the rack of encyclopedias that we barely read were behind us, and the computer was in front of us. And I drew a little picture on, because um, I was an artist, right? So I drew the picture uh, on, the, on, on a piece of paper that was a person's head and what you would now consider a little um, thumb drive or flash drive. And I said, because the um, CD took so long for it to boot up and wear up, I said to mum, why can't they just put a thing like that on the side of our head and we just download all the information? Well, it didn't say download because it wasn't a word there, but you know, the information just goes into our head and we have it in there. And um, mum was like, yeah, one day, one day it will happen. And actually this morning, looking on LinkedIn, they now have a, a brain implant, which uh, paraplegics can do everything. So we, about a year ago, I saw these headbands that they were using to use electrical impulses to power stuff, but nowhere near this. It's a World Economic Forum video, and um, this brain implant, and basically you watch a screen and people are typing, people are moving the mouse, they're doing, just like you and I would with a mouse and uh, our, our hands, they're doing it with their mind. So um, I'll tag you in um, later on, but you know what I was thinking of as a kid then, like just plugging the information, we now almost have that connection. I think, well, I think we do have the connection. Think it and it will happen. And it's interesting that we, you know, you to frame that is tech and then there's getting to know the person and how those two post perfectly combine to be you know, the, 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 your, your, your vision of, of, of connecting people and tech. But, you know, and then the evolution and the growth for, for you for 2019. Good luck with next year. We look forward to going to AFQY and AFQY Experience Talks, did you say? Experience Talks, yeah. And, um, and, and there's more coming. But oh, we'll, look, there is, look. That will be, you'll, you'll find out in due course. Ryan, the line has only just started. I'm gonna ask, uh, this is the shortest interview I've done with the least number of questions, because he's given me a four minute response on every question. This is, uh, <laughs> um, uh, that's, uh, I'm quite good with my timing. Um, thank you. Thank you. You know, uh, absolute pleasure to have you on the John Mabry Show. Yeah, well, pleasure to be on the John Mabry Show. I'm looking forward to the TVNZ deal, mate. <laughs>